Hello my darling dorks and welcome to another episode of the So Flippin' Extra podcast. Brought to you from the comfort of my bed, it's giving morning voice, it's giving sexy, it's giving headscarf. It is what it is. (laughs) I have a question to ask you guys. What is the best accessory you can wear? Now, I'm going to give you my answer. And it might not be what you think it is, but while I'm doing my little intro, have a think about what yours is. Right, let's get this intro popping. Let's get the energy rising. Let's go. Hello, my beautiful dots, and welcome to another episode of the So Flipping Extra podcast, a platform for me to express, explore and connect and be so flipping extra. Why? <laughs> because my darling, that's what brings me joy. And without further ado... <laughs> We're going to get into the podcast and you guys are going to tell me what your favourite accessory is or the best accessory. I can't even remember the question. Let's go. Okay, so confidence. It's confidence, babes. Confidence is the best accessory you can wear. And and let me give you an example. Have you ever gotten dressed, like you picked your outfit out in the morning, you've gotten dressed and you're out and about and I don't know, maybe... It could be an hour later, it could be two hours later, it could be middle of the day. You spot yourself in the mirror and you're like, rah, it's not popping the way I thought it was popping. It's not It's not giving what I thought it gave. And then you could feel a little bit like, oh man, my eyebrows look peak, my hair's looking peak, like what's going on, babes? Listen, just sprinkle some confidence on top of that and just be like, I don't care, you know. It just is what it is. At that point that you've left your house and you actually can't do anything about it, it is what it is. Charge it and pop that confidence on top like a beautiful pink beret or a cinched in waist belt. Whatever your favourite favorite real time accessory is, pop that confidence on top and be like, boom, here I am. Like I'm wearing this wrong and it feels right make it feel right. How do you do that? I don't know. Be the Lulu. Fake it till you make it, whatever it is. And then by the time you've stopped giving any's, it just is what it is. Like no one even cares. More time, no one even notices until we point it out. We're the first one to say, oh my God, look at my hair. Like when you jump on video and say, oh my God, my hair's such a mess. No one cared, no one noticed. And even if they did, who cares? Don't look at this spot on my chin. Oh my God, I used to do this all the time. Don't look at my stretch marks. Babe, no one even cared about your stretch marks before you pointed them out. That was my favourite. If you've heard me say that, shut your mouth in it. (laughs) I might still say it again sometimes. But put that confidence on and just wear it and even if they did notice your confidence is so loud the insecurities just dim down and they can't say shit no one can come for you when your confidence is high and they can try but it ain't gonna hit the same anyway with that said i'm gonna move on because right i had this question you know do do journaling and stuff and i thought about this question this question popped up And the question was, if you could delete something about your personality or your traits or whatever, what would it be? And so I've got a few things. I went through a a list of things that I was like, I don't like this bit about me and I don't like that about me. And I hate when I do that and I hate when I do this. And what I learned is that the solution to 
the problems that we have or the personality traits that we don't like is acceptance and love. Because what we're doing is when we're like, I don't like this about me. The next question is, why don't you like that about you? And sometimes the reason you don't like these certain things about you, and I'll tell you what mine is, you know, it's my little vulnerable podcast, oh my God. The reason we don't like these things about us is sometimes because society says it's not normal. And on Instagram, everyone else's reality is not what our reality is. So we're like, I don't like this about me because it doesn't look like everyone else's. So is it ours? Is Do we not like that because? So, okay, here's mine. Oh, let's get vulnerable. Ooh, let's get vulnerable. So I don't like cooking. I don't like cooking. I'm a woman, I'm a mum, and I don't like cooking. <sighs> okay. Oh, <laughs> I got it out. Okay, so growing up, right, they used to call me won't cook, can't cook or can't cook, won't cook. I've been laughed at because like, you know, when people having these conversations about frigging, um, I don't know, I can't even think of brown stew chicken and curry mutton and rice. And then they're like, oh, Danny, you don't cook curry mutton and rice. And I fucking don't cook curry mutton and rice. Sorry, I didn't mean to swear. No, I don't cook curry mutton and rice. My mum never showed me how to cook curry mutton and rice. Like, I was annoying as a child anyway. So my mum was just like, get out of the kitchen, innit? And I got to the point where I just never wanted to be in the kitchen. I tell you, I make a mean cheese on toast. I make a mean beans on toast. Like, beans on toast with cheese sprinkled on top. Stop it. Oh my God, stop it right now. But anyway, uh, do you know what? I make a bad lasagna. Some of you lot that can make curry mutton can't make lasagna. And maybe you don't want to, but whatever. Anyway, I've done it at school. So I kind of was like, I would lie and I'd be like, well, I can cook. I can make lasagna. But now I've gotten to the age of 41. I'm not sugarcoating shit. My, everyone knows I'm not with my kid's dad, my children's dad anymore. He loved cooking. He loved cooking and he was a great cook. It, like... We, he'd be in the kitchen cooking and I would be the entertainment. I'd put the music on and I'd dance around the kitchen. I would entertain the kids and do whatever. And his entertainment was cooking. And this is what I've learned as I've gotten older, right? I don't feel no way to say, no, nah, I don't like cooking. I can cook. I'm not a dickhead. I can follow a recipe book. Like, if I want to cook a meal for someone, you think I can't just cook them a meal? Like, cooking is a choice. Some people do it very well and some people can do it without a cook. But that's my belief and you can argue with your mum. I don't care about that. But I know that if someone put a recipe in front of me and I have all the ingredients, I'm going to be able to finesse that recipe because I follow instructions very, very well. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that chuckled me. I don't know why that chuckled me. When it comes to just the art of cooking, because there is an art to cooking, I don't have that, so I never used to want to admit it, and I don't feel no way now, like, when I speak to guys, and they're like, oh, do you like cooking, no, I don't, and you know what, my, the response isn't what I thought the response would be, but most women are like, oh yeah, well, I'll, I'll cook for you, thank you very much, that's all you needed to say, like, I find that people that like cooking, they, they want to cook anyway, they want to cook for you, 
I've, I have, I've come across many men that just like cooking for women. I don't know if it's a show-off thing anyway, but I haven't been rebuttaled for the simple fact that I don't like cooking. Like, I have been asked, but you're a mum, what do you cook for your kids? I'll make them whatever they want, innit? And my kids are fussy. And I, and I probably enjoyed cooking before they became fussy. Like, I was like, oh, let's make this. And they, then I was like, oh, but I don't like this, I don't like that. Well, like, one kid doesn't like cheese and tomatoes, but eats pizza. The other kid likes olives and fish. How do I merge those two meals together when the other kid doesn't like olives and fish? Like, come on, they're they're annoying. They're annoying pe- human beings to cook for. I don't want to waste my time doing that. And so even the conversation... Um, hang on, I haven't, I haven't finished, actually, because I'm jumping onto a new subject. But let me just finish the whole the whole thing. So, like, accept what it is. Like, decide what it is that you don't like about yourself or you don't like about your personality or what traits about your, you know, your lifestyle that you don't like and start accepting them. Understand why it is that you don't like it. Who is it for? What is the reason you don't like it? Is it because it's something to do with you or is it something to do with society? And then just accept it and be like, do you know what? Yeah, I, I don't like that part about me. But then the moment you accept it, it's out of the hands of what other people think and you are more, you are in control of it. So then you can do something about it. And I have other things. And listen, I can't be too vulnerable in one day, like allow me. So I might reveal the others on, on another podcast. But trying to ignore what it is that you don't like, like about yourself and hiding it is basically like, trying to hold a cork underwater like a prosecco cork and you're trying to hold it underwater you once you move your hand it's gonna bop back up it's gonna spring back up boom hey i'm still here you know so then you have to keep you have to hold it and (laughs) oh no i'm not holding anything underwater babes you are like let that let that baby bobble on the surface it is what it is accept that and um yeah, make it just make it part of your life. And the people that accept it for what it is will either accept you or they won't. And then you move from there. Like, there's no point in faking it. And then when people meet you, they're like, oh, like, Danny likes cooking. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when it comes down to it, I'm like, sake and I'm just annoyed and depressed every time you put me in this position of having to cook how about you just let me bring the entertainment last weekend it was my brother's 30th birthday boot boot big up Reese happy birthday and ting big man tings you get me and we was all at my mum's house um have sitting around the table having dinner and my mum said so I'm gonna do Christmas dinner and you have to bring something and I looked at her looked at her dead straight in the eyes and I was like, okay, I make a mean apple crumble. Don't get me started on my apple crumble. That's what I'm saying. If I want to cook, I can cook. And there are some things I just do really well. So I make a boom apple crumble. Do I want to cook it for Christmas though? Mm, No. So I looked at her and I was like, babes, I'm not being funny. I'm not cooking. I'm not doing it. Like, and this is what I had to, I explained this to everyone at the table. I feel like, this is my opinion. Again, argue with your mum because I'm not changing it. My thing is, when it comes to Christmas, everyone should be happy and everyone should feel served and everyone should just be bringing love to the table. 
I don't receive presents for Christmas. I'm not in a relationship. So ain't no man buy me a gift. My kids don't buy me presents because, you know, they're not financially making their own money to get presents. I'd have to give my kids presents for uh, money for them to buy me presents. Mm, suddenly everyone's going through a financial crisis. So I don't expect anything from anyone. I buy myself presents and I'm like, oh, it's my Christmas present. <laughs> no, babes, I just wanted to spend money. But I don't get to enjoy that part of Christmas anymore where I'm in the receiving mode. I'm just in giving and I and I enjoy that part. I enjoy watching my children open presents. That brings me joy. Receiving gifts also brings me joy, but it's not part of my reality right now. What's part of my reality is having fun at Christmas. Christmas isn't really my favourite time of year. And I think I might talk about this next next in next week's episode because obviously I lost my dad during a few days before Christmas, a couple of years ago. By a couple, I mean about eight. And so I got to make my happiness at Christmas. I got to find my joy. The last couple of years, I've been searching for a new joy at Christmas. Cooking isn't it, right? So I said, everyone needs to find their joy at Christmas. I find my mum's house quite boring because the energy levels there are quite mid. Yeah, I want to be, I want to have the music on. I want to be twerking on the table. I want to be like saying shit Christmas jokes because them cracker jokes are crap, but we're going to say them and we're going to have fun and we're going to laugh and we're going to have conversations and we're going to talk. We're going to play music and we're going to dance. We're going to play crappy games and we're going to play guess who? We're going to play charades. Now, if no one ain't bringing that, put me in charge to be the entertainment because that's what I do well. I'm the vibe put me in charge of being the vibe but making me come and cook just because everyone has to do something find the committee that want to cook and then get me to be the entertainment because ain't no one else doing it that's what I said and my sister was like "Mm, fair fair it is what it is you plan a Christmas party you sort out the food get the people that ask whoever want be like, are you happy to cook it's, you should be happy to cook and if you're not happy to cook and so and so is not happy to put on a christmas spread then just don't do it everyone sit in your pajamas all day in your room and watch tv if having a christmas party doesn't bring you joy don't have the christmas party but don't have the christmas party and expect other people to come and do what they don't want to do that's my happiness i've had to search for my happiness Okay, sorry. Oh, I was in. A, I was. I was feeling. I was in my feels just then. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah. And so here's the question: What brings you happiness during Christmas? What is your happiness during Christmas? Is it watching the kids open presents? Is it receiving presents? Is it being around your family? Um, don't be boring with your answers. Like, be real. Be realistic. Not all of you lot want to be around your family. Like, don't, oh, I love being around my family at Christmas. Are you joking? Don't lie. And if that is your answer, that's your answer. But let's, let's, let's not pretend it. <laughs> anyway, guys, I think I've spoken a lot today. And I'm going to go. we got two weeks till Christmas. We have two weeks until Christmas. I'm not prepared. I'm not ready. Um, but I don't think there's much preparation to do. I'm going to put the tree up this week anyway. I might put it up tomorrow. No, I haven't put it up already. So don't judge me in it. It is what it is. Um, I love you guys. 
Peace out to the 12th episode. Your girls being consistent up in this itch. I'm at mum's at rave today. I'm going, I'm literally picking Callie up. She's been at a sleepover today, picking her up. She's Then she's going swimming and your baby girl, that's me. I'll be getting ready for mum's at rave. So I'll tell you all about that next week. And yeah, peace out, A-Town Down. Have an amazing week. Whatever you do, do with love and compassion. What side is the best side? Do I believe that? Mm, no. But you know what? That's where I'm at. And wherever I'm at, the vibe's vibing. Love you guys. Bye.